can never do that one. Not because. Do it again. No. We're recording. I do know. I don't want to do it. What's good, ladies, gentlemen, people, horses, uh, mail order brides, and feces? This is don't the you celebrity. dare disrespect my Anvisa. This is the celebrity beef podcast. Podcast. I am Bo with my lovely spouse and Weezy. Only by common law, though. Uh, <laughs> we did it twice, bro. <laughs> uh, shout out to Anfisa. Maybe may if I tag her in this joint, I'll get like. I doubt it. God, always crapping on my dreams. Always. Um, so we're back at it this week. We got two more celebrity beefs. Mm-hmm. We got some Rochambeau. We got some best thing we saw this week, and shits like that. Alrighty. Would you like to start? Sure. So my favorite thing that I saw this week, and I think it was, um, it was Miguel. <laughs> was it Miguel? Yeah, it was Miguel. Okay. Um, and he's singing, right? He's on stage. I don't know when this is from. I just saw a clip of it on like. Need the details. A compilation of. YouTube. Of stars like w- interacting with their fans. And he jumps across the stage and literally like lands his ass on some girl's face. I wasn't his ass. Balls. Yeah, he like straight up teabagged her. Yeah, he did. And like like, she went backwards over the stage, and then he got up and was like singing and started dancing with her friend. It was the most hilarious thing I think I've seen in a really long time. He kind of broke her neck though. I I know. That was it was fairly. And her her friend was like, "Fuck you, girl! I'm gonna go hang out with the guy." Hey, survival of the fittest. Um, What about you, Brosif? No, I wasn't done with that. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I would have sued him. But what if you weren't hurt? I could fake hurt. Listen, you can't be like... Did you ever watch wrestling? Probably yeah. not. Okay, you remember Ray Mysterio Jr.? Yes, I do. Oh, he yes, used to I do. do. Oh, that, around the ropes? No, oh, uh, he would get on the head and he'd do like... He'd flip yeah, into yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like exactly. that was exactly what he did, minus the That's second so part. Cool. And you can see the look on his face. He looked... Um, he looked... He, he knew what afraid. he did wrong. Yeah, yeah, he looked afraid after he did it. So Miguel, uh, you are not a wrestler. So my favorite <laughs> you thing. You are not. No, a wrestler. Nope. no, no. Nope. Stick to cocaine and singing. No cage match for oh, you. Oh, was it him with the cocaine? No, it's Bruno Mars with the cocaine. Well, let's not talk about it. Okay, that's in the past. What? We can't talk about cocaine use. We are a celebrity beef podcast. We should be able to talk about cocaine use. What was the? Oh, okay. So okay. podcast Sorry. listener, she just took a drink of Bang. And she made the, I have the, sour heads the most one. disgusting look. I'm sorry. Okay, so you know when something like kind of sour but sweet hits like the back of your jaw? I don't know anything about what you're You're a liar. Of. And so it t- hits those taste buds back there and like it makes your whole mouth like salivate and just feels weird and uncomfortable. Salivating. Don't you know? She's looking at me while she's salivating. By I'm way. not. <laughs> Nothing like some good <laughs> marriage humor. All right, divorce lawyer. Anyways, what was the best uh-huh. thing you saw this week? Best thing I saw this. Okay, so this is the best thing. I, it doesn't fit that headline, but okay, funniest, worst, saddest. It's still just like, something that you'd like to talk. Can about. I get to it? Okay. No. Yeah, let me. All right. So, a family uh, trying to get back to Birmingham, England. They were first forced to sit on the floor during a flight. And they were coming from uh, Menor- Menorca, Spain. I don't know where that is. Somewhere in Spain. But they spent uh, about 1700 bucks for all the seats. They get to their row and there are no seats there. <gasps> so they just looked at each other like, what do we do? So the uh, flight crew gave them seats in the uh, flight deck. like by where the Right, ca- in the back. But they needed those seats. They're like, yeah, we need this space up here. You guys can't sit here, so you're going to sit on the floor. So oh, my God. There's a picture, and if I remember, I'll link it below, but there's a picture. You're, you're here, so you can see this, of this lady and her kid on the floor, literally, on a flight. That's so fucking terrible. Isn't that horrible? And then... The airline only offered them $39 as compensation. I'm sorry. I just paid 1700 bucks for flights and there were no seats. How? Okay. So I just want to know what the miscommunication was. Like, how did they offer seats there when there were no seats there? Well, they said um, that there was a last, last minute aircraft change. So I, apparently, the, so the, you refund them or put them on a different flight. Well, so they actually had to reach out to. Uh, it's called Rip Off Britain. It's like their BBC, I think. Uh, or or B- 
<laughs> don't, don't, BBB. don't, you disgusting person. <laughs> uh, what is it? The uh, uh, A Better Business Bureau. Yeah, yeah. It, so Rip Off Britain is like their version of that. And they got their seats refunded, but only after they contacted that. Uh, you may need to do it. It may be this part. Sorry, I'm doing some adjustments to my mic because it's a little too low. Yeah, so if you hear horrible feedback noises. Or if you're also hearing my chair squeak, it's because I'm rocking back and forth. Yeah, it's like crackheads that are running right child. now. So that was the craziest thing I saw this week, and we that may end up. So sad I sent for them. it to uh, my brother, man, for the five for thirty-two because I thought it looked like pretty. Uh, plug, plug, plug. Plug, 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 plug. Burr, 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 burr. Okay. Cam horn. So, Rao Sham So announcing is another thing that is off your list of things to do. If that ever. was good. People like what I do. You're a hater. You're a hater. No, no, no. It's well documented. You're. Anyways. You're, okay. Go first. It's not go first. <laughs> right. Wait, hold on. I got to catch up. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, my favorite murder ladies, we did this first. So we need that shot. Don't you dare come at mother to. ladies. I calling them out. I'm going <gasps> to tag them, too. It's on. I'm not a part of this. I'm in full support. You can take whatever mine you want. I. Bruh, you can't just be giving up intellectual property. I trade my Rochambeau. All right, let's go. First of all, they just call one, two, three. Let's go. Ready? Rochambeau. <laughs> Stop looking at my hand, douche. Rochambeau. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go first. <laughs> yeah, I can go first. I'm always prepared. You know, got my research all handy. So this week, I am presenting. It's your papers. I, I got this. Okay. All right. Listening world, I would like to present to you. Don't get off your phone. No, no, no. You're going to pay I'm, attention I'm, to what I'm, I'm doing. I'm pulling. As soon as I get started, she gets on the phone. <laughs> I'm pulling up my uh, camera so I can oh, put my I'm acne cream show. on. Yeah, okay. All right. So I got Taylor Swift and Demi Lovato. And uh, I'm doing Taylor Swift too. Well, you should have went first, but you lost. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like a three-way deal, okay? What are you What are you doing right now? Really? No, no, tell the people what you're doing right now while I'm trying to do this. I'm putting um, some benzoyl peroxide on my face right now. Who? Benzoyl peroxide. Is that meth? Sounds Obviously, like- one of us has been in the drug world, and it's not Brandon. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. It's acne Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. So back around. To so let me just just to cut in here. Didn't I didn't I, even get started. That's yet, fine. Yeah, didn't great. I just okay. do one on Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Miley Cyrus? I don't know what you did. Copycat. Because like you, I be doing other things. Like you do it right now while I'm trying to do my thing. All right. So and did you really do them? Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift, and Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, I do it right now. It's all coming back to me. Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato got a lot of beef. Fuck your problem, People have Demi. beef with her, but she doesn't really beef no, with nobody. No, she be. I'm gonna prove to you right oh, okay. now. Okay, well, beef. I don't. All right. So before the text messaging, wife. Um, I'm not text messaging. Uh, okay, so 2009. 2009. Um, 2K09. Demi and Selena are friends because they've got a show on Nickelodeon. Uh, excuse, Disney. I can't. I'm gonna get sued. They got a show on Disney together, and they're and they're buddy buddy. I'm right? sorry. What their what's their show together? Uh, hold up. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Get take get. Princess Protection Program. It's a movie, but yes. Go on. So was I right? No. No. Just let the people know I was right. Why don't you just keep rubbing that white cream on your face? You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Gross. Perf. All right. So they're they're buddy buddy, right? And kind of just easing her way on in there is Taylor Swift. So. In 2009, Demi Lovato and Taylor Swift are actually really good friends. They're seen together at several different public events. They're at a Kings game together in 2009. They're at the Hannah Montana uh, movie opening. That was loud. In 2009. And, uh, but kind of as the year progresses, Taylor Swift kind of slides in the middle of their friendship and becomes friends with Selena Gomez. So this is really like some catty high school stuff right now. Well, they're all pretty young at this point, right? Like 2009... I'm the same age as Selena Gomez, so shoot. It shouldn't be that 17? Wow. That's disturbing. Uh, that would be 10 years ago, yeah, I guess so. Wow, okay. So, yeah, they were all kids. I mean, I guess that makes sense. And so um, toward the end of 2009, Demi Lovato starts dating Joe Jonas, who Taylor Swift had dated in 2008. So now we got some boyfriend intermingling. We got mm-hmm. some friend stealing by Taylor Swift. And I got to tell you, a lot of this makes Demi Lovato seem like kind of a sucker. She's kind of a dick. So in 2010, she was out in London signing autographs, taking pictures. I actually watched the video because I do my research like that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
they were like, hey, how's Selena? She says, ask Taylor. Because she's just like, she's mad that her friend. She's annoyed, getting, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? But it's awesome. And she's 16, 17 years old. I mean, we can make excuses, but there's classy 16, 17 year olds out there. Who? Are they not? Uh, Tanya Walensky. Oh, you about to say Tanya Harding, and we all know what she did. <laughs> all right. So, um, so yeah, you know, things are kind of weird. But later that year in 2010, after she makes the comment in January about the ass Taylor, in November she checks into rehab for the first time. Okay. So the thing is about Demi is she's always been troubled. And I think Taylor Swift represents to her as, like, the good girl she can't be. You know what I mean? Because Taylor, like, is the squeaky clean, I don't do anything wrong, like, but she's always had problems with people, you know? Mm. So, um... Okay, so let me preface this. I don't think that having mental health issues means that you're a bad girl that you kind of just implied. So let's just... No, nah, I mean, I didn't mean it. I, I didn't know, mean I know, but it came. I, I know, but it came off like she's the good girl and Demi Lovato just no, checked into rehab. No, I just think that Demi Lovato looks at her as somebody she wishes she could be or as somebody that she hates because she thinks it's the, not real. Yeah, I think, I think Taylor Swift is fake. I'm, I I agree with I that. I don't actually. Th- I mean, I don't know if she's. Fake. Everybody has beef with her because I even have like a beef with her. Yeah, you go. Y'all go scrap. Yeah, we are. Oh. Yeah, we are. All right, you better be swinging. And not just that, she be running through men like crazy. Go on. I mean, that's not. You know, which is not a big deal. She probably don't give it up. She looked like the type that she don't give it up. That's probably why right. But she dated like Harry Styles and then bought a house right next to his grandparents. Yeah, she's crazy. So, um. In 2013, so we're kind of fast forwarding a little bit here. I mean, after, you know, the, the, the dating of the exes and those little comments, they actually got back to being friends. So, like, in 2013, there was, like, photos of Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, and Demi Lovato out shopping together. Cool. Then they were on FaceTime and, like, had a little FaceTime thing. But in uh, 2014, Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato have a fallout. Nobody really knows why. There's not, like a lot of documented stuff about it. But then Demi Lovato starts uh, some, some shady, 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 starts talking again. So she says in uh, March of 2013, she says of Taylor Swift. Well, she didn't say this about her specifically, but it was very like, you could tell what she was talking about. Right, there is nobody else you're talking about. So they're asking her about um, her music, and she said a lot of celebrities don't up and up to their fans. They just tell them what they want to hear. They don't really tell them things that can benefit their lives. They just, you know, maybe flaunt around a boyfriend and sell a couple of albums. That's not what my career is about. So you could you could be talking about anybody because Selena Gomez was also dating Justin Bieber at the time. So she right, and she made her. a lot of music that was very like poppy and like wasn't like deep. Not until she got a little bit older. But she's also Taylor Swift for selling records though. I just feel like some of it's well, some of it just feels like hater ish. Yeah, yeah, it just the hater ish is exactly right. So anyway, uh, so like I said, twenty fourteen they kind of fall out, um, you know, and uh, in twenty fourteen at the MTV Music Awards, Demi Lovato and Taylor Swift look cool again. So they're going back and forth with this whole thing where she's talking stuff in the media, but she's right next to her in public, which I think is kind of like sucker shit. Like if you don't right. like the chick. And then in October of 2014, so a year after she makes those comments about, you know, I'm not here to just sell records and talk about my boyfriends, she tells E.T. Canada, Entertainment Tonight Canada, um, about Taylor Swift, that she's the one person I feel like I've maintained a friendship with in this industry. Fame just changes people, and it's hard because you have incredible friendships and people change. So now they're cool again. Right, okay, so, and I think she's kind of referring to Selena Gomez at this point because a lot of, at this time, she was really deep into, like, being with Justin Bieber and a lot of her friends, obviously Justin Bieber and her had this very like rocky relationship. And so a lot of her friends stepped back. And I think that's what she's referring to as far as like, she's the only one, Taylor Swift's the only one that she could be friends with. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, and Selena Gomez, I don't think it's without fault. I mean, she cheated on the weekend. So nothing was confirmed, but I wouldn't do that. She did that. Wouldn't do what? Cheat on the weekend? Would not. Why not? I feel like he treated her so right. How? I don't know. They were just beautiful together, okay? <laughs> Did you want you want them to have babies? All right, moving on. I didn't give a shit about that, but... Okay, all right. Okay, okay, all right. So in 2016, the beef starts up again, which is... And, and this is what I understand about Demi Lovato. Like, I wish you just wouldn't make comments in public. Like, man, just shut up. Because then in 2016, she comes at um, Taylor Swift for covering the legal costs for Kesha against Dr. Luke. And I don't know if you guys remember the Kesha-Dr. Yes, Luke thing, but 
it, he was sexually assaulting her during their recording process or something to that extent, right? Yeah, no, he was withholding a lot Allegedly. of her mu Yeah, no, he was Oh, it was confirmed. Um so he was sexually abusing her from a very young age. And her mom's also a really famous songwriter as well. So they've been in the business. But he was sexually abusing her and withholding her music, saying that if she didn't make music with her, with him, she couldn't make music with anyone. So she went to this really How long. How old did Kesha get started? Do you know? 16. Oh, damn. See, man. And she, and, shit. Well, well, yeah. And she was, you know, and she was also writing, like, even before she made her own music, she was writing for, like, Britney Spears and a lot of other pop stars and Anyways, not to get on the whole Kesha thing, but good for Taylor. You like Kesha. You always I love Kesha. Kesha. Yeah. I remember she was like crying on stage at her one performance. She sounded great though. And I was crying because yeah, I love yeah, Kesha. You, you were <laughs> All right. Um, so again, so she comes at her about this and she says, take it to Capitol Hill or something. Actually speak about something and I'll be impressed. And then when people started coming at Demi like, yo, why, why are you going in on a, a good gesture? She says, how the fuck am I making this about myself? At least I'm talking about it. Not everyone has $250,000 to just give to people. Would love to, but I didn't grow up with money and definitely haven't made as much as her. And at least I speak up about shit that's uncomfortable to talk about rather than trying to be politically correct 24-7. Okay, so uh, to her defense. You defending Demi? A little bit. Bad um, girl of pop. You know... This is a thing that has always been an issue with Taylor Swift is that she does not speak on women right, women's rights. She really doesn't. She stays pretty quiet about it. So she didn't say anything about the Kesha stuff, like, at all. All she did was pay for her legal fees, and people thought, well, that's great and all, but you haven't said what happened was wrong or that it happens in the industry or what can we do to prevent it do going you think forward. She Absolutely, because she appeals to so many young girls like, I, I don't blame her for not saying anything. She wasn't she, she didn't. She didn't have to say, like, you know. What would you have said? I don't know. You could have said something like, like, you know. Uncle Luke's a bitch. I mean, Uncle Luke. What's his name? <laughs> Dr. Luke? Dr. Luke. Shout you, out to Uncle Luke. Let you know, um, you could have said that the safety of our women is, you know, a number, number one priority. In, or something general. You, exactly. Made it very general, yeah, saying that, that, you know, we need to stand up for each other and make sure this is no longer you know, something that is tolerated in this business for either males or females made it very general and very broad. That way it wasn't like, you know, Dr. Luke's piece of shit. Cause I think they're tied in some way and that's why they didn't. You know, it's crazy too. Like, I think the whole entertainment industry as a whole is uh, being exposed. Like that's the next great frontier of expose, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, I think, I think we should do an R Kelly edition. We, yeah, we definitely do something like that. You you know, you got to be ready. You know. Oh, if it's sexual assault, I'm all about it. Exposing was, it. Exposing was, it. <laughs> it was like that was <laughs> phrased very weird. Um, no, but so what's happening is like now it's the exposure of all this. I think the, the entertainment business is built off seedy shit. Of course. You know, generally speaking. I, but and I don't. It, but in, what's even worse is it's been that way for like. Ever since like the twenties, like ever since yeah. the no, huge madman. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, sexism, racism, yeah, ageism. Yeah. Um, but I actually didn't have a problem with her not saying anything. Why? Because she wasn't there, and I think she probably feels like I don't have a close enough. I think she could have said something like what you said, but I didn't have a problem with her not doing it. She put her she put her money where her mouth is. Hey, cover your lawyer fees. I got you. I support you in this, although I don't know what happens, so I'm not trying she, to. Open she she could have said that. She could have yeah. very well said that. I mean, I think that we have. But real quick though, let's look to it like what's happened with Drake now that he's been speaking on things. Like speaking on things isn't necessarily always a good idea because it's going to be taken some way and spun some way. I mean, know? but not, but not saying anything does the same thing. So, I mean, it's a catch 22. If you don't say nothing, there's never nothing to say except you didn't say nothing. Exactly. Like you don't care. You don't care but what you happens. you don't know that. But that's not the point because people take things and run with it. Just like they'll take an absurd, or excerpt think, of what we say and take it out of context. I think she has a chance to lose more by speaking up. And maybe that's why people hate her. I think so. Because, because she doesn't take the risk and like put herself out there enough she's right. too safe you know and and we have we have a seven-year-old who's only getting older and only listening to more music and i know she loves taylor swift i know some of these songs i need to clean that shit up <laughs> um but you know i think i think that we need to i think she has a great platform to teach young girls because she is a role model like it's not you know whether she likes it or not she's a role model right. she could you know teach some things about you know saying standing up for what you believe in or even just being supportive to your fellow um 
That was the same thing they did with uh, Justin Timberlake. I always referenced that with the Janet Jackson thing. Yeah, he didn't say shit. How he was like, mm, He kind of just like, That was on you. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you know, it, it's something about supporting humans. Not even necessarily male, female. Just supporting right, people when just, they go through stuff. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you, you don't know, like, if you have a trauma background and someone else doesn't, you know, they might not go you know what you go through, but they have empathy. And I think that's something great that people need to show. And I think she's lacking that quite a bit. She just seems kind of cold. Yeah, she Like, does. I feel like she lives in a stark that's what, white that's, house. That's, that's why I was telling you she didn't give it up to that of these dudes. That's why they was leaving her. Um, and then, like, she went on. So this is 2016 at this point. And then she went on to say, she actually kind of attacked her a little bit. She says, my thing is, try not to sneeze, excuse me. Come on, you. She says, my thing is, don't brand yourself a feminist if you don't do the work. Agreed. I have an immense amount of respect for people like Lena Dunham or Beyonce who make amazing political statements through their work. So, yeah, I ain't disagreeing with her. I mean, I think she could probably, you know. I mean, at the same time, if again, you have to think of like Lena Dunham, who has been under, you know. Wouldn't she under some racial stuff? Yeah, the, yeah, she has been under kind of the firing gun but that's my for point something about that you, she's done. Yeah, when you like try to be that person, you, you, you can mess up. I mean, honestly, I don't think Taylor Swift is hurting for money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, some people also want their legacy to be like super perfect. I can see Taylor Swift being the kind of person that like reads articles about herself. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Her and I just share that we're double joining together, so I don't really know. Yeah, y'all got a lot in common. Sidebar, what? did you see that Trump gave the football players at Clemson? Uh, All like fast food, like yeah, what, McDonald's, what Wendy's, that? Taco Bell. All right, sorry. That was a quick sidebar. I don't understand what's going on in this country. Um, Bug out bags. So, <laughs> so sidebar, and Wheezy is starting to look into bug out bags in case shit goes down. So You never know. Like, you you never know if you have to, like, just up and... I'm adjusting yeah, my mic again. Yeah, you make a lot of noise picking I, up. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of... Okay. It just falls back down. This is I why. I told you, I think. Uh, I'll fix it for you next time. Next it's fine. Um, um, Greg. Bug out bags. <laughs> I'm sorry. I blame you for everything, Greg, but I love you. It's, it's with love. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, bug out bag. So it's just a bag that you have uh, essential to live. A lot of them are set for 72 hours, but in, you know, emergencies, especially national emergencies, they say that you should pack for two weeks because a lot of the time the government can't get you necessities for two weeks. What do you think is going to happen like that? You would I don't need know. These? I don't know. Just in case, like if there's ever a fire here because Arizona is so hot and dry. If there's ever a terrorist attack, anything shuts down like the government, if it keeps shutting down. Uh, Mind national- you, she hasn't started these bags. I've just been doing research all day today. That's <laughs> if I'm unprepared today. That's why. All right. Um, so in late 2016, we're gonna move on because we. Sorry, I could, I could do a whole thing on this right, right now. Write it down. Make make a list of things <laughs> we need to do. So uh, late 2016, um, she actually came at Taylor for the whole Bad Blood song. That's because she was nixed out of the video. It had a ton of stars, and Demi Lovato wasn't a part of it. Damn, so you think that's why she did it? Just because she wasn't in the video? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Well, because, I mean, it had all of these really powerful human beings in it. Who's in it? I, I don't remember. Um, shoot, it actually no, no, it, 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 no, it actually comes up in my article that I'm about to read uh, to you guys. Who is in the bad blood? I think it had, like, um, yeah. Selena Gomez Baby, in now it. we get bad. Okay, I'm done. That's why he's a rapper. I actually like that song. Go on, go on, though. So, Selena Gomez? Uh, Selena Gomez. I think it had some models in it. I think it had, like, um, Gal... Uh, what's her last name? Uh, the lady who plays Wonder Woman. Oh, Gal Gadot. You gotta get that right. I couldn't remember her last name. So Gal Gadot. Uh, you trying to holler at her? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah, she was in Let's it. Let's see who else. Uh, I don't know who this lady is. Peter's not moving down very fast. Cindy Crawford. Oh, yeah, she had a lot. She had uh, a lot of really like infamous women. What the hell is that? Oh. Sorry about that, folks. Um, stop it. Okay, don't know what's happening. Uh, okay, gotta close this out. Carla, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Car- Carla, Carla Delavine was uh, is that Ooh, you said? Um, yeah, she's mm. she's not bad looking either. Is she? Uh, I love her. Team? Huh? Ain't she on the other team? And uh, she's, I think she's Just loving the world. Fluid. I think she uh-huh. goes back good, and forth. Good for you, Carla. Um, so yeah, she said I think having a song and video about tearing Katy Perry down—that's not women empowerment. We all do things that aren't, but I have to ask myself, am I content calling myself a feminist? Yes, because I speak out. So, you know, um, so then she, I mean, she, she talks a lot of shit. That's my problem with her. So then she goes on to say later on in the year in Glamour Magazine. So I think we're still in 2016, all the shit she's talking. Then she comes to Taylor Swift for having a squad. 
And she says, I think in certain situations, certain people could be doing more if they're going to claim that that is part of their brand, to be honest. Um, this will probably get me in trouble, but I don't see any sort of squad that has a normal body. And this kind mm-hmm. of false image of what people look like and, and they should be doing what's real or something like that. I read it kind of messed up. But basically what she was saying is that the girls that were around her, her have squad, un- Are they unrealistic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, but like, I don't know. So there are skinny people on the planet. I don't know. She happens to hang out with them. I, I can't. I mean, I think, I think Demi Lovato has a lot of inner demons and I think that kind of plays into it. But don't you see like some of it coming out is like a, yeah, she's laughing she's out. The she, she did. Type yeah, deal. no, absolutely. She's yeah. the opposite of her, and you know, uh, like you said earlier, that uh, Taylor Swift has this very good girl image, and it does come off fake. Like even with the whole Kanye situation, like yeah. that shit was fake as fuck. That's another thing. And people thing she see did. through that. Yeah, yeah. Demi Lovato liked right after that happened. She liked the tweet that said, "I love Kim Kardashian." I mean, you know, so it's kind of like I'm with Kanye or Kanye or Kimye on that one. But yeah, I just I, I think you're right. I don't think Taylor Swift's done enough to like she needs to do like a movie role where she plays like a a really a goofy strong character female. Or, or nah, I don't think that'd be right. I think she needs to play somebody goofy. Like what's that one video? She was in a she was in a movie a while back with Taylor Lautner. I don't even know who that is. Um, what video was that where she was dancing? She had like the uh the b boy stuff on, and then was that shake a it shake off. it off? Oh. Oh, son of a beach. Yeah, so for people listening, she just exploded <laughs> her, what is that, benzol, methane, amphetamine? Uh, the cops are going to be after me. Um, <laughs> uh, benzol peroxide. Right I, I got you. I have a rag. It's okay. You going to be all right, benzol, methamphetamine, fentanyl? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, and so wrapping things up here, I've, I've gone on quite a while. This is longer than I expected. But the last shady thing they say is at the Billboard Music Awards, uh, when Taylor was giving her acceptance speech for like video of the year or something like that, Demi had this like the kind of like look you're giving me right now, just this like stone cold I see through you kind of look, and people thought it was shade because while she's giving her because the camera people be on some funny shit while she was giving her uh, what you call it they pan she's giving her a speech and they pan right to Demi. What's she gonna do? Like give her a bird or something? Like there's, there's nothing really she can do comfortably. So. I just hope that you never become famous. I mean, no, I hope you become famous, of course. And I, I want you to be famous. very, I, I want much. you to be very successful. Go yeah, straight, do whatever you want to do. Money. But I do hope that Bills. I never have to appear at any of those awards because yeah, you gonna get me banned from places I, that, the looks you be giving. I'm gonna be a meme because my face yeah, is several. so like it's so mean. Like even just now, I wasn't mean or anything. I was just looking at you. Yeah, she be staring daggers. I can't help I it. I posted a picture of the day of you looking evil. Yeah, I saw that rusting yeah. bitch face. Yeah, but yet people yeah. still talk to me. I don't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't if I didn't know you. I won't talk to me either. All right, bro. I did right. my thing. No, no. Who you doing? I am doing. Who you doing? You done? Bill Gates. Okay, so I'm doing Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. Now, again, I know that we talked about Demi Lovato previously. And now we're talking about Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift's in two of them. Yeah, and, and she has quite a few more than after that because you know, she has one with Calvin Harris. Damn. She has one with John Mayer. Damn. Um, yeah, it's it's Kimye. Like, it, there's a lot of people that have just. Would they really crashed. hate her as much if she hadn't been so successful? I don't think it's because she's successful. I think because she's fake. I think, and I'm about to read this, and you're gonna see why. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, I'm excited. So, um, this has been like a long time feud. It all let's let's start from the very very beginning. All right, so we're gonna talk about their friendship, and then we're talking about the dissolve and what happened, and then everything after. Yeah, you do need to move that mic. Move it. Hold it up. I can't. Me. I don't know. Like. All right, I got you. Uno momento. Go. <laughs> all right. Fire. So, at the very beginning. All right. July, of 2009. Um, at first, there was nothing but, like, good feelings between them, between Taylor's... Love. It's for the way you look right, at go me. On. Go okay. On. Anyways, so there was nothing but love between Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. So it all started with this first tweet. Um, Taylor Swift tweeted on July 9th. Nope, July 6th of 09. Okay, Can't read dates. Gotta be accurate. Um... Watch, er, watching the Waking Up in Vegas video. I love Katy Perry. I think I'm going to hang her poster on my wall now. Right? Taylor Swift said that. Taylor Swift said that about Katy Perry. Gotcha. Um, and this is when, like, Katy Perry was, like, really at the height of her career, I feel like. Cause she kind of went down. So, like, like roar? Roar time? Before that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, like, right, like right after yeah, yeah. I Kissed a Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Katy Perry 
uh, reach or like subtweeted or whatever it's called because I don't use Twitter and never have. Um, she goes at Taylor Swift, your sweetest pie. Let's write a song together about the subject we know best for my new record. It'll be brilliant, right? Uh, she and British? Who uses brilliant? That's not British. I mean, sh- no, that's our vocabulary. Does. Like, whatever, yeah, fine. Right. Um, then it seemed their friendship was growing. Then Taylor Swift tweeted again about Katie throwing a swell party in October of 2009. So now they're starting to get together, hang out more. It's no longer just a Twitter official relationship. She even called her a very pretty girl. Okay. Trying to get it in. I mean, do you? Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, so for the next two years between 2009 and 2011, Taylor and Katie were the best of friends. Homies. Yes. During this time, Taylor had a brief romance. I think it only lasted like four months with John Mayer. Um, which Taylor Swift did? Taylor Swift did. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, okay. which is so like weird. Like what is appealing about hoe. John Mayer? He is a hoe. Yeah, he's just nasty. It. Like he's not... I feel like he smells like he up. looks. That's that's kind of harsh. I mean, the man probably showers. He got money. I would assume you get All money. All I ever see him in is in a white basic tee and jeans. And I feel like he walks around with no shoes on. I do. I, yeah, I got I to <laughs> co-sign yeah, yeah. that. Okay. Um, so they date br- very briefly, breaking up in February of 2009. Or something like that. Something to that effect. Yes. Okay. Uh, so she has a very brief romance with John Mayer, which is... Which it's thought that Taylor's 2010 song, Dear John, is about. It was never confirmed that it was John Mayer, but it's heavily, heavily implied that it is. Quick sidebar. Sure. So I just saw, after breaking up with Katy Perry, uh, John Mayer dated a dude named, uh, never mind. This has nothing to do with that. I'm sorry. Again, he's very fluid, too. Yes, he, he gets around. Yeah, it's fine. Good for you. All right. So then, flash or fast forward to 2012, Katy Perry ends up dating John. Although this is not like the direct issue, no one really likes their friend to date their ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, it's a problem. Right. Yeah. Even if it was very brief and they looked happy, they were actually pretty cute together. Um, here's a picture. Oh. Katy Perry's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, that dress helped. Is it because her tits are out? Is that why? That's an accurate statement. <laughs> is it John Mayer hooked up with Kim Kardashian? Go figure. Yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, at the, at the height of his Renee career. Renee Zellweger, too. Ooh. He's across the board here. Isn't he, I, yeah, in every avenue. Yeah, all right. All right. So in 2012, um, three of Katy Perry's California Dream World Tour dancers were offered a place on Taylor Swift's Red World Tour. That's cool. No problem? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, one dancer, okay, I don't know if there's a different name, but it's Lockhart Brownlee, <laughs> claimed that during the tour with Taylor, Katie's people reached out to see if he and two other dancers, Scott Myrick and Leah Adler, would perform on the world tour for Katie's album Prism, released in 2013. The only problem is, is that they'd have to leave Taylor's tour during, in the middle. So... They would pick up and just get off her tour and get back onto Katie's, you know, lineup. Awkward. Awkward. They all three of them agreed to do so. Mm-hmm. So they all jumped ship. Lockhart went on to say that he had a better relationship with Katie and he wasn't doing much dancing during Taylor's show. So he was really keen on going back onto the Prism tour. Um, speaking to an Australian daily newspaper, The Examiner. Lockhart explained, obviously we were with Katie for two year and a ha- two and a half years. She's like family to us. So we were like, absolutely. We weren't really dancing in Taylor's tour anyways. So I got a little bored and I really wanted to do a promo tour. You think uh, dancers are hard to come by? Good dancers that keep their noses clean what and the Jab- don't. The Jabberwockies, they out there? Yeah, they ha- don't they have like a residency in Vegas? You know who else just got a residency in Vegas? Trick, supposedly. Shit, we got to go to yeah, Vegas we'll go. again. Anyway, go on. Yeah, 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 don't get stuck up on it. I should have mentioned that afterwards. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to look it up. I know her eyes like <laughs> bugged out her head. He's always here for my birthday and we never go. Um, anyways, okay. I ain't paying that, I Drake. Paid, I paid I 400 for Jay-Z. Jay-Z's a, a 50-year-old legend. Drake got, he got to catch up. Drake is a 33-year-old legend. I ain't paying for nobody my age. <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. 
All right. So, um, like you said, he wasn't really dancing in Taylor's tour anyways. They got bored. They jumped ship. Right. He continued saying, Taylor is very untouchable. When we did see her, we had fun with her, but she's a lot more protected than Katie is. So I think there wasn't a lot of interaction between Taylor Swift and her oh, dancers. So this is confirming your little... Uh, see? I hate Taylor thing. Not, I don't hate Taylor Swift. I don't hate her. I do think that she is up on her high horse sometimes. Cool bitch. Right? And that's okay. If I that's say. what you want to do. Um, he goes on to say, Katie's 28 now and can do her own thing. Her team is so lovely and we have such a good connection. And this time she's a lot more in control of her show. So she really has her hands in, and that's what he is looking to be a part of, as well as being on a promo tour, being a dancer. That is such a huge thing to add to your resume. What being a promo tour dancer? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, how you know that you'd be like studying this in your uptime. Um, I did do dance for six years. So you did? I did. How old were you? I just learned um, something new about my wife <laughs> on air. That's exciting. From eight to thirteen. Damn. Maybe right. a little bit. No, I think I was like six what or seven. What happened? Um, it got really expensive, and I had a baby. Oh, well. <laughs> real life problems. All right. Um, Lockhart and his okay. So going back to it, Lockhart and his fellow tour dancers were treated to one of Taylor's now legendary Independence Day shindigs. But shortly after the decision to switch shows, Taylor stopped following them on Twitter, and they removed from her tour. Damn, the, the dancers that were with uh, that jump, that the three that went back to she Kate stopped was. following them on Twitter. Yeah, she and just kicked them off. The yeah, tour? she's she's done. Damn. Yeah. So, jumping forward, so that was 2012, jumping forward to September 2014 in the Rolling Stone magazine. This is the first sign of the feud coming um, during one of Taylor's interviews in 2014. Um, Taylor divulged details of her crumbling relationship with an unnamed female celebrity. To who? I missed the first part of that. I'm sorry. Taylor did. Taylor Did they say who she divulged it to? Just sources? Rolling Stone. Oh. And an article in 2014 of September. Um, I said that backwards, but you got me. Uh, she goes on to say, for years, I was never sure if we were friends or not. She would come up to me at award shows and say something and walk away. I would think, are we friends or did she just give me the harshest insult of my life? Harshest. Harshest. I can't remember. I was like, harshest? She said that? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, she did something horrible and I was like, oh, we're just straight up enemies. And it wasn't even about a guy, which I guess is like, like something Should it have normal? been for her? She's like, we're not even fighting over a guy. Why are we fighting? <laughs> it had to do with business. She basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour. She tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me. And I'm surprisingly non-confrontational. You would not believe how much uh, hate I, or how much I hate conflict. So now I try to avoid her. It's <laughs> awkward and I don't like it. I know people will make this into a big girl fight or big girl fight thing. But I just want people to know it's not about a guy. I think it is. I think she's it, I a think sucker it, too. I, I don't like it, that shit. I think it started out with her dating John Mayer. I think that kind of like was because she like if you listen to Dear John and even how like she talked about him when they were dating, she really thought John Mayer was the one. But she obsesses over people though. She does, yeah. and you can hear that in her music um, that she does. And she was really young and naive, and it just I think it kind of snowballed. She's a sucker though. I don't I don't like those comments like I I run from conflict so I just fire everybody. Like get the fuck out of here. You're an adult. Right, man. and I don't want to see you and we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. I don't um like the day after Rolling Stone's interview came out, Katie tweeted, "Watch out for Regina George in sheep's clothing." Yeah. So she's basically saying that Taylor Swift yeah, yeah. is I'll the popular mean girl. Yeah. Like she's a fake person. I can see that. Taylor then announced she'd never speak directly about Katie in her interview. She goes, I'm not giving the press anything to write about. I'm never going to talk about her in my interview. It's not going to happen. Um, it's not real if someone appears to never have any issues with anyone. I have my friends. I have enemies. She left it at that. And Katy Perry really didn't speak on it for the rest of the year. Fast forward to July 2015. Um, Left Shark. Who? I don't know. That's just the title of it. Left right. Shark. Remember how Katie had a couple of dance... Oh, nah, here we go. Remember how <laughs> Katy Perry had a couple of dancing sharks as back dancers once? Do you remember that? Um, I think it was like the Super Bowl from performance. She had what as back dancers? Like there were people dressed in shark, shark-like outfits. Oh, Katy Perry. Katy, Katy yeah, Perry, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Weird ass shit. I do remember <laughs> that shit. Well, during the performance of Bad Blood, the song about Katy Perry, one of Taylor's backing dancers appeared dressed as a shark. A bit weird. Huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
again. Um, that's a weird sub to throw though. Hey, go out here in this shot costume. Like, yeah, here. Let me just let me just sneak this in and so see if anybody. So weird. Yeah, that's a um, weird thing next month after that, August 2015, Nicki Minaj versus Taylor Swift versus Katy Perry. Okay. Um, in August 2015, Taylor ended up getting into a mini feud with Nicki Minaj. Let's add this onto the list, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Um, the follow-up all began when Nicki got pissed off that Taylor had won the MTV VMA Best Video Award for Blank Space and suge- suggested that her Anaconda video wasn't even nominated as she is not white or very nah, slim. you just shook your ass so, okay, for the whole thing. Now, this Nikki. is kind of like a story within a story. It's a story inception. Um. Uh-huh. So Nicki Minaj says this. Sorry, I kind of sound sick and I can like feel it. Like I have to blow my nose. Uh, it's probably just that white uh, meth on your face. Why do you have to give all my secrets yeah. away? <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. Yes, I'm using cocaine. <laughs> the easy way. <laughs> um, so Nicki Minaj said it was because she wasn't white or tiny. Right. To I piggyback that. off that. That's Isn't it when, the same time she got into a Miley Cyrus? Yes, a little bit yeah. after that. But Demi Lovato tweeted not too long after this saying it's because her clique is really tiny. Like, she doesn't have realistic friends. Oh. So that's where the inception of Inception the, comes The from. squad yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, She specifically said, if your video celebrates women with very slim bodies, you will be nominated for video of the year. Yes, that and that kind of video was fucking trash. How about that, Nikki? It has one of my favorite dancers in it. Her doesn't name's... make it less trash. I liked it. I mean, I love that song, too. I All mean, right, it's kind of gross. Anyways, Janelle Dress. Anyways, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, Taylor thought that Nikki's rant was directed at her, which it probably was, let's be honest, and let's tweeted, I've done nothing but love and support you. It's unlike you to pit women against each other. Maybe one of the men took your slot. Damn. And then Nicki Minaj later said nothing. It had nothing to do with Taylor. It was just an overall saying, hey, <laughs> If, it's like I'm pointing at you, but I'm pointing through you, not at you. Okay. Right. She's like she said that it was about the entire or like uh, the award system, how it really gears towards slim white women versus. Well, I would have just been like, maybe you should say what body. you're talking about instead of like kind of shading me on the low. Right. That's, that's not Fine. Cool. Whatever. Okay. So, but that didn't stop Katie from getting involved. She tweeted, finding it ironic to parade the or to parade the. Sorry, this article is written a little funny, so I have to like rewrite it in Sorry. English. No worries. We here. <laughs> Finding it ironic to parade the pit women against other women argument about one unmeasurably capitalizes on the takedown of women. So basically she's saying that it's funny that Taylor Swift is saying that Nicki Minaj is pitting women against women when that's what Taylor Swift does. Damn. All right. Which we can see that because... We have the whole Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. Now she's, anyways, yeah, we don't need to yeah, go back into yeah, this. She has nah, a long list. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to understand what you were saying earlier. <laughs> um, Katie seemed to be accusing Taylor Swift of being hypocritical, seeing as bad blood was apparently written about the breakdown of her former relationship with Katie. And it's star-studded music video featuring Lena Dunham, Ellie Goulding, and Selena Gomez. Again, uh, right, uh, with a few other people. Could be interpreted Demi Lovato, though. as Taylor reinforcing reinforcing who she's got in her corner against the people who go against her. So against Demi hmm. Lovato, against Katy Perry. Hmm. Um, okay, deep, so going shit. back one, going back again to July 2015 instead of August 2015, 1984. Katy registered a track called 1984 in July of 2015, which seemed like it might be a good nod to, or which might be a nod to Taylor's latest album, 1989. Though Katie's rep told Digital Spy that it had nothing to do with Taylor, adding, Katy Perry was not involved in writing, singing, recording, or registering this song. You have nothing to do with no, this. You're not a part of this. We're not even thinking about you. Go on. February 2016, it look, it look, it's looking like there might be a truce on the horizon. 2016? 2016. Um, right, is her, she was getting this shit with Demi Lovato. Man, she beefing it <laughs> all, all the same time. Yeah, yeah. she take them all on. Um, Katy Perry put Taylor on the guest list for a private pre-Grammys party called an evening to celebrate the creators. Um, May 2016 hacked Katy's. Um, Katy Perry's Twitter gets hacked, and she's sending out tweets that are very out of character for her, especially the one where she says she misses Taylor. So, um. It was just random tweets like you a blank um, at some person. Miss you, baby, at Taylor Swift. Um, like just a couple emoji emojis. Ha ha. Follow some person. Hacker's going to hack. 
those kinds of things. June of, oh, sorry, June of 2016, nah, the fuse back on. They're not really, they're not going to do it. They're not going to be friends. Katie announced that she's releasing a new perfume called Mad Love. Surely that's a dig at Taylor Swift. Bad oh. love, <laughs> mad love. I get it, I get it. I um, get yeah, Tw- July of 2016, Calvin Harris gets involved. Calvin Harris took to Twitter to throw some shade at his ex Taylor. They had dated in that period of time where she was feuding with everyone. They had they dated for a good year or so. It looked like they were going to get engaged, but it just ended up not happening for them. Um, he went on Twitter for the whole "This is what you came for" drama. So, for those of you who don't know, Calvin Harris and Taylor Swift wrote that song together. Um, she used a pseudonym like. I don't know, Taylor Swift backwards or some bullshit. I don't remember what it was. Uh, but she ended up not wanting to sing it because they broke up. So Rihanna now sings it, which oh. I love because Rihanna's amazing. Why not, it's right? Rihanna. Rihanna, Rihanna. Yeah, she ain't going to fuck you. Wow. <laughs> I don't know that that was Hurtful. necessary. I mean, come um, on now. Okay, so he compl- he gave her a compliment, then slagged her off. Okay, I'm apparently, apparently I'm this British. Is like Br- British, uh, yeah. <laughs> After that, he then got Katie, and he specifically brought up Taylor's feud with Katy Perry, saying, "I know you're off tour and you need someone new." Okay, so she's trying to like pit him, like she said something like mean about him or tweeted or something like cryptic, like she does. And he went on to say, "I know you're off tour and you need someone to try and bur- or bury like Katy Perry, etc." But I'm not that guy. Sorry, I won't allow it. Um, Katie sent, then Katie simply posted a gif of Hillary Clinton shrugging and awkwardly looking around, raising her eyebrows, like right afterwards, which is great. But here's the killer. Katie retweeted her own tweet from May of 2015, but it doesn't say what it was. So look that up, I guess. Um, May 2017, uh, when asked about her upcoming album, if it's a reply to Taylor Swift's Bad Blood, Katie said, I think my new album is very empowered record. There is no one thing calling out any one person. One thing to note is that you can't mistake kindness for weakness and don't come for me. Anyone, anyone, anyone. And that's not any one person and don't quote me because it's not. Yeah, I don't know. She's kind of rambling. I think this is when her like downfall started happening. I don't know if she started using drugs, but she tried to do that like um, flossing thing. And we all saw how that happened. Backpack guy, backpack kid. All around the same time. Um, and she just keeps saying that it's not about her or any other feuds she had in the past. Honestly, when women come together and they decide to unite, the world is going to be a better place, period, end of story. And that's where she leaves it. May of 2017, Taylor Squad member Rose, or Ruby Rose, tears into Katy Perry. So now Taylor Swift's Squad is starting to tear I didn't into know other Ruby people. Rose came up with a she was also in Bad Blood, Blood, by the way. That's interesting. I forgot I to mention that. that. I'm sorry. Katie She's re- playing Batwoman on the new uh, CW show. Or Batgirl. I'm I not. I'm not a cool. Batgirl. Hmm. One of the two. Huh. I think it's pretty cool. Interesting. Katie released an apparent Taylor diss track with Nicki Minaj called Swish Swish. You know, it's like Swish yeah. Swish. I don't. Uh, does anybody even know that song? I don't. I just repeated know. it to you. No, I've another never one heard. bites the no, dust. No, no, don't, 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 please don't. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, but Taylor's best buddy Ruby Rose did not care for it. She took to Twitter to completely trash a song, calling it purposeful poop, poop, lol. <laughs> like that's all right. that's all that was for. Keeping it clean. Um, Katie blames Taylor for starting the feud. Katie says that Taylor should be the one to finish the whole silly thing, seeing as she's the one who started it. Talking to James Corden. Katie said, there's a situation. Honestly, it's really like she started it and it's time for her to finish it. She also added when she was talking to E! Online, I tried to talk to her about it and she wouldn't speak to me. I do the right thing anytime it feels like a fumble on my part. It was a full shutdown and then she writes a song about me and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. That's how you want to deal with it? Karma. June 2017, Katie says she's ready to let go of the feud can you not look so tired over there? <laughs> You're so long as fuck. Uh, it's okay. I didn't say anything. <laughs> she goes, I'm ready to let go of it. I forgive her and I'm sorry for everything I ever did. I hope I hope it's the same for her. I think actually like I think it's time. There are bigger fish to fry in real world problems. Um, and then she also says that she loves Taylor a lot and always has. 
and always will. So Katie is insisting that there's no feud on her side anymore. Like it's purely one-sided at this point. She's washing her hands of it. It's done. It's done. Um, she insists, right, that she loves her. She goes, I love her. I always have. We had our differences, but I'm just going to continue to say God bless her and God bless her on her journey. Again, August 2017, Taylor appears to initiate Katie or imitate Katie in her Look What You Made Me Do video. Um, Katy Perry is to host the 2017 MTV VMAs, but conveniently disappears just as it's time to introduce Taylor's much anticipated new music video. Um, we're not really sure if it's just because I didn't want to see her. She didn't want anybody to see her ra- reaction and call her petty or what. The video has a host of hidden messages, including an apparent swipe at Kim Kardashian, but it's hard to deny that Ta- Taylor Swift looks exactly like Katy Perry in this this clip. Hmm. Yeah, she does. She does. Um, she has big sunglasses on. She's got a, a leopard fur, fur coat, in case anybody's wondering. The scene is a literal car crash in which um, it's saying that it describes Katy Perry's and Taylor's relationship, and that's how it ended, and that was just a big mess. Fast forward to this past year, May of 2018, Katie's olive branch. She sends Taylor a literal olive branch, an attempt to end their feud. Um, and it seems to work as Taylor publicly thanks Katie on Instagram, saying, thank you, Katie. Um, it's a little tough, tough to make out what the card actually says, but people being the sleuths and people who have no time, it's says hey old friend i've been doing some reflecting in the past miscommunications and feelings between us i really want to clear the air and then it cuts off and then you just see the salutation saying deeply sorry for deeply sorry and then that's it so i mean it's been a really long feud 10 years of just feuding between the two and it hasn't been one-sided either it's been back and forth back and forth but they seem to have got it together in this past year so we'll see, you know, what happens in 2019. All right, that's it. This is the Celebrity Beef Podcast. Check us out. Leave us a five-star review in your app stores. and uh, You can find us on Apple. Spotify, um, all sorts of stuff. Podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere else. Goodbye.